everybody, this is Mike Van Meter, and welcome to Recovery is Possible. And this episode of Recovery is Possible is brought to you by Retreat Behavioral Health, where there are endless possibilities for recovery. Retreat provides quality care at their leading mental health and substance use treatment centers, which are designed to offer patients truly personalized and comprehensive programs that are tailored to their needs. Retreat Substance Use and Mental Health Treatment Centers are located in Palm Beach County, Florida, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and New Haven, Connecticut. Do everything in their power to ensure that patients receive the highest quality treatment in a safe and comfortable setting. So reach out today at retreatbehavioralhealth.com or call at 855-802-6600 for more information. And today, I want to talk about structure and why structure is important in early recovery. It's important in all of recovery, but particularly early recovery. And the reason why I say that is if you think about how isolated you become in uh, your addiction, you know, often we say that addiction is isolation and recovery is community. Um, We become very disorganized. You know, a lot of times the schedule goes out the window. We're kind of going to work, not going to work, you know, getting, not getting up, not being productive. You've experienced that if you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you're in the midst of your addiction or you've been uh, caught up in an addiction before, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it really just, uh, your life just becomes unmanageable. Remember, powerlessness and unmanageability, that's what we're talking about. And your life has become very, very unmanageable. And when you get into recovery, we have an old saying, and that is that we don't expect you to change much. We just expect you to change everything. And one of those things that we're going to do is change your schedule as well. And that's why when you go to treatment centers, the schedule is oftentimes very regimented. And, uh, you know, and that could be whether you're in detox or whether you're you're in a treatment center, inpatient treatment center, or you're living in a sober house, or you're in IOP, uh, which is intensive outpatient treatment. And it's important. And there's a reason why the schedule is is very structured, because we're trying to get people back into that structure. And there's reasons for that. And we're going to talk about some of those reasons. You know, first and foremost, um, structure it really helps you with your mental health issues and and behavioral health problems because you know it's establishing a routine really gives you that sense of stability control and purpose and that uh, can help you maintain your progress and more importantly avoid those relapses which many many people experience and if you do experience a relapse uh, don't focus on that focus on getting back into your structure and your recovery that's that's one of the things that bill Wilson in the early AA days, you know, talked about was, you know, a relapse doesn't have to be a part of uh, the process and the journey, but it is for a lot of people. And if it is something that you've experienced, well, then um, learn from it. That's going to be the the real important part of that is don't focus on the fact that you relapse, but what can you learn from that relapse and then learn not to do that again. But, you know, here's some of the reasons why um, accountability is is important in early recovery. And there's going to be five of them that I'm going to talk about. And the first one is, you know, the accountability. And, you know, really having uh, a structure in your routine in early recovery just sent, it gives you that really sense of accountability to not only yourself, but to other people. And what we're talking about here is uh, attending support group meetings, you know, meeting with your therapist or counselor and participating in those recovery related activities. And so uh, every single day you want to be accountable to yourself 
And then you also want to be accountable to others. And that's one of the reasons why we want to go to recovery meetings. And I'm not necessarily picking any one particular group. You know, I'm uh, I'm a big 12-step guy. I'm a big fan of AA. But if that's not your thing, that's okay too. But there's a lot of other groups that are out there. And being a member of one of those groups can give you a sense of accountability and, and have, you know, other people look at you and if you're not doing well or if you seem like you're struggling they can work with you and they can you know help point that out to you but more importantly help get you back on the right track and and keep you stabilized and accountable for your recovery journey now there's there's other things that you can do you can get involved in uh, recovery activities Uh, whatever you're into whether it's sports uh, working out playing the piano, playing the guitar, uh, games, uh, whatever you're into, whatever your hobby is, you can find a group out there that does whatever your hobby is, but does it uh, in a way that can help maintain your sobriety. You know, for example, I've been involved with uh, exercise groups, you know, running groups, cycling groups, triathlon groups. And I noticed when I was in early recovery that a lot of these activities, even though you think it's for your health, oftentimes uh, the social part of it revolved around drinking. And obviously I was trying to avoid that, but I was able to find groups that did these things and had people that were sober and they would have activities where there was no uh, alcohol involved. And that I found that very, very helpful. And then of course, being involved in in uh, working out the way I was, you know, was helping me work on my health as well. So that's that's going to be important. And the second thing is going to be your time management. Um, you're going to find that in early recovery, time is of the premium because you you may be uh, coming out of an inpatient treatment facility and now you're going to intensive outpatient. And if you've never done that before, that can sometimes be up to three hours a day, several times a week, and then maybe going to meetings or seeing a therapist on top of that. That's a lot of time uh, spent working on your recovery. And that's in addition to spending time with your family, going to work, doing all the other things that we have to do. So having uh, your time management in your schedule, in your calendar, very disciplined is going to be very, very important because uh, that's going to, that's really going to be something that you're going to have to work on, but you want to work on because ultimately when we get into longer term recovery, we want to maintain that schedule and be as productive as we can be because in the midst of our, uh, in the midst of our addiction, we were likely very, very unorganized and unproductive. And, uh, you know, one of the, so some of the things that you want to put on your schedule are, you know, number one, your meeting, your, what meeting are you going to go to that day? Or do you need to see a therapist? You know, that goes on uh, your schedule. Maybe your day is going to start off with uh, some prayer or meditation or some recovery-related reading. That's what a lot of people do in very, very early recovery. That's what I did. Uh, in fact, I still do it today. Not as well, I must confess, just because my life has gotten so busy. But I will tell you that I do make my recovery the priority. Did, you notice I didn't say a priority. I said the priority every single day. And writing your schedule out is a way of emphasizing and highlighting, put an exclamation mark on the fact that your recovery is your number one priority for that day. Now, you might say, well, look, I've got kids, I've got a wife, a husband, spouse, whatever. Uh, Those are important too. Uh, Actually, that's my priority. But you know what I'm going to say to that is, 
Actually, no, your recovery is your priority because always remember that without your recovery, without you getting well, you're not going to have that your, your family or anything else for that matter to include your job. If that if your recovery comes secondary to that, because you you will certainly lose that. But we also want to put, you know, not only work on there, but self-care. Make sure that self-care is something that you're prioritizing. And, you know, we're talking about maybe meditation, yoga, working out your diet. Um, you know, a lot of times when we come into recovery, our diet is, you know, not so good. And we want to maybe even write out what we're going to eat that day. Maybe we need to eat more fruits and vegetables or bran or, you know, something to reduce our cholesterol. But we want to be very conscientious of that and really intentional about what we're doing. So we'll put that on there. And this is important because, you know, a third point that I want to make is that, you know, actually writing out your schedule reduces your stress. You know, I know for me, my life these days is so hectic, so busy. I'm probably the busiest retired guy you've ever met in your life. And in fact, my brother was joking with me recently that most people retire and wind down, but I retired and ramped up. But uh, my schedule is is hectic. There's no doubt about it. But really being intentional and writing out your schedule um, and getting organized in that area can reduce the stress because um, it gives a, a sense of predictability and control. And what I mean by that is that, you know, for some of us, like for me, it's important to write it out because really what I do now is I just get up in the day and I just follow Step one, step two, meaning I go to this meeting, I go to this meeting, I go to work, I come home, I work out, I eat this, and I just follow the routine. Kind of like, you know, one of the things I've gotten into lately is is CrossFit. And one of the reasons why I like CrossFit is because it takes the guesswork out of going into the gym. And I think that many of us have had that experience where you go into the gym and you do a little bit of this and you do a little bit of that and it's not organized. There's no plan to it. And the fact is, it's not that great of a workout because uh, it just it wasn't planned. You weren't focusing on anything specific. And also, you didn't have anybody pushing you to work hard. But when I go to a CrossFit class, what I like about it, if you've never been to one, you walk in the door and they have on the board already written out what you're going to do. Somebody else already determined what the workout of that day, in fact, that's what they call it, the wad or the workout of the day, that's what you're going to do for the day. And then they, as a group, they push you and they push you pretty hard. But if you think about it, that's kind of the way that recovery is too. Uh, And what we're talking about with structure is the thinking has been taken out of it. You just follow what's on, on your calendar for that day. And then we go to our support group meeting or a therapist meeting, and then we have others pushing us along the way. And I don't mean pushing. It's not, that's not a correct statement when you're talking about a recovery meeting, but you have people that are providing support and keeping you focused on, on what you're doing, kind of like in a workout routine. And when we know what to expect, it really does reduce the stress that we may feel. And um, and that keeps us becoming from becoming overwhelmed by all the challenges that we face in, in recovery. It just helps us in that, okay? So it also helps us, number four, is develop those healthy habits. And we talked about that a little bit, but uh, it helps us maintain those healthy habits. You know, it's not so much that we do a lot 
every day. It's just that we're consistent about doing a little bit every day, whether it's a meeting, whether it's our readings, whether it's our prayer, whether it's our meditations, um, whether it's we're, we're studying a new book. Um, if you don't have to read a lot every night, you don't need to complete a book every night or every few days, but you can do little by little every single day. Um, and that's going to help us when we get into a regular exercise program or, or healthy eating. And then also, and I forgot to mention, is our sleep, making sure that we prioritize the sleep that we get every day because that's uh, going to help our body heal from uh, the damage that we've done through drugs and alcohol. It's going to help our brain heal. Um, it's also going to raise our serotonin and GABA levels in our brain, which we know helps with that sense of feeling well and being less depressed. That's going to be very, very important. Um, and that gives us that better sense of our physical and mental well-being. And that is very, very important in recovery. And also, number five is avoiding those avoiding triggers. That's That's a real big thing that we have to do in order to prevent relapse is avoiding triggers that will cause us to go back out and drink or drug again. You know, our, our structured routine can help us uh, avoid situations and activities that can trigger uh, trigger the desire to go back out and use. And that can be anything. That's going to be personal to each one of us. It can be uh, like I know in my case, early on, I couldn't go into a grocery store because here in Virginia, they do sell beer and alcohol in grocery stores. So I would avoid those. Uh, certainly avoiding bars, uh, parties, and situations where it, you know it's just around you. You may smell it. You may see it. And you want to avoid those things. And we can put that on our, our calendar. Now, the, the thing is, is that I'm involved in a, a lot of activities today uh, business activities that do take me into situations where I'm around people that are drinking. But you have to understand, I've got years of recovery behind me, and I've worked on it very hard. And that's going to happen with you as well. But certainly, when you're in early, early recovery, you want to avoid these things at all costs. And oh, by the way, even when you do have years of recovery, when you're in those situations, you're only going to want to be in those situations because you have to be, right? If you don't have to be in those situations, you don't go into those situations and you're only there for the amount of time that you need to be. And uh, if you are not feeling what we call spiritually fit that particular day, meaning that you're, you're particularly vulnerable for maybe the life events, maybe you've had some drama in your life or tragedy, you certainly want to uh, avoid it during those times, but never be in those situations unnecessarily. That's for certain, <laughs> okay? Um you know, that's, that's really going to help us with our stress. And so really, talking about structure, it's so important to our recovery. And um, it's really going to help us as we're maintaining our goals. You know, we, we have to set our goals every uh, day. You know, here's what you want to do with your goals. You want to have uh, your daily goals. And that's the way that we work in recovery is that we work with today, that 24 hours, you know, work on what is my goal for today. Ultimately, my goal is to stay sober and not relapse. That's, that's my day. But I also will have goals for that week, that month, and for that year. And having a structure and having a, a calendar and having those uh a structured list will help us uh, do that. And overall, it's just going to give us a better sense of stability. Remember, we talked about accountability, our purpose for every day, you know, that plan of the day that we had, and then overall help our, our physical and mental well-being. And that's that's just so important, guys. Uh, so structure, calendars, planning, set out your plan of the day, 
have a plan for every single day. Just don't go through the day uh, without having your goal. I think that COVID really, really demonstrated to us how becoming unstructured, not going to our meetings, not staying connected to other people in recovery and losing that connection and not having to uh, go to, to an office even, all of that just contributed to us becoming so unstructured. And I will tell you that in the recovery meetings that I go to now, I can still see where the meetings are, have not gotten back to 100% attendance. And I've heard so many people who've had years, oftentimes years in recovery, relapsed during that time frame. And it's just because their program broke down. But prior to COVID, many people had a very structured way of living um, with, with those goals every day. And so it's just tragic to hear those things. Now, the good news is many of those people have come back into meetings and have recommitted themselves to recovery. And you can do that, too, because your life is just going to get so much better. So with that, guys, I just wanted to talk about that. Again, the importance of structure in recovery. Okay, so this episode, again, has been brought to you by by Retreat Behavioral Health, where there are endless possibilities for recovery. And so Retreat does provide quality care at their leading mental health and substance use treatment centers, which are designed to offer patients truly personalized and comprehensive programs that are tailored to their needs. And so uh, keep in mind that Retreat Substance Use and Mental Health Treatment Centers are located in Palm Beach County, Florida, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and New Haven, Connecticut, and they do everything in their power to ensure that patients receive the highest quality treatment in a safe and comfortable setting, and that's important. So reach out today at retreatbehavioralhealth.com or call at 855-802-6600 for more information. You guys, you take care of yourselves. I am sure this is helpful information for anyone trying to get into recovery, and you can also use this to help your loved ones with their recovery. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.